Welcome back. It is uh, Div A, Div B. Peas. How's it going, buddy? Staff. That's me. Eagle. We need you. We need you wrapped in, not wrapped out. I know. I want to wrap around this thing. If you know what I'm talking about. I don't. I wrap twice. You know. Got to be warriors in this game here. Got to wrap twice. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's, re- let's talk about Div A and Div B. As a lot went on. It was crossover week as well. Crossover week. Crossover week. Yeah. As what we is see this, a, lot a crossover crossovers. episode? It's yeah, a lot of crossing over right crossing. now. Crossing. Jacking up shots and stuff. You know. Jacking. You know, and racking. That's what they're doing. Jack right and now. rack. And that's what they're doing right Jack here. and rack. And open, like open, team open players. Never easy to do. What do you think? Jack and rack? What? Yeah. Jack and rack. Isn't that a good team name? Fantastic uh, team name. No. All right. Let's dive into it, guys. The week that was uh, hashtag NR taking over and rolling over dad bods who look like bad bods and Sean Avram pulling off a Sean Avram. So clever. Isn't, isn't a dad bod a bad bod by definition? Yeah, no, because according to people, the women want dad bods yeah, later on the, in all life. of those women are just lying because they don't want their husbands to know that they're leaving them oh makes yeah. enough sense uh makes enough sense bad game bad day for sean abram not, not a good game at all Corey it's Packer. your fault though mo because your score kept his game yeah we, he, he blames us uh, he, 14 he to 26 last time. this time it's your turn 14 to 26 for 121 Corey pecker 148 on 20 29 passing uh, this was nowhere near close at all. And uh, hashtag NR being up on dad bods who are off to a very sluggish start this year. I, 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 I won't be. I don't know why dad bods are struggling so much. I mean, yes, now you're playing. Well, now they uh, play Division A games. Yeah, I know. But so you still they're have, expected to lose. But your game. team is full of people that play that could play against Division A guys. Yeah. You know, it's just it comes down to Sean. Like, Sean, I don't know what it was, man. Uh, I don't know if you got scared or something. But uh, he struggled, and uh, he took himself out. He psyched himself out, and then that's usually his his weak point. As soon as he says that things are not going his way, he's done, and that's yeah. just what happened. And Corey Pecker returns uh, to hashtag NR a week after getting injured. Um, hashtag NR is just better when Corey Pecker's there. It's a different um, team. It is different vibe. It is. They just they they seem so much more confident, so much more at ease. Um, He's a quarterback for a reason, and he's 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 remarkably talented. People don't give him cr- uh, uh, the credit that he's deserving of at all. Uh, he's one of the best in, in FPF for a reason, and this was the kind of game that proved it, where he just absolute control start to finish, and that bought... Like we, we can talk about Sean Abrams' performance, but on defense, they did nothing to stop hashtag NR. No, it, it was a joke. I know from scorekeeping the game, Corey Pecker was never under pressure at all. Mm-hmm. Never under pressure at all, and uh, when you when you don't have a who rushed him that game, and that game I believe I'm just trying to remember who did rush him that game. I think it was like a like a collage of pe- players that did rush him, but a collage. But I, I look at the roster again; these are no slouches on dad They're odds. They're not. And That's what I'm saying. They are better than they, their record describes. But it's it's the kind of game where uh, you're not moving the ball, you're not scoring. Um, the first half they kept it close. The second half, once the game started to get away from them, it's hard. To, it's hard to play defense when you're on the field all the time, and um, that's kind of what happened. Uh, wh- when you when you stop scoring, you're just continuously giving the other the other team uh, possession, well, and, co- and the, the, they'll eventually like you can't play defense forever in a field. No, and I don't think he uses AJ Gomes. Well. He doesn't. He try. He no. tries to. He always goes to him deep. I mean, AJ is more than just a deep threat, man. He could, he's quick. He makes plays ridiculous. He also drops open ones, but then after he makes up for it with ridiculous catches. But honestly, like, Corey Pecker is the kind of quarterback that would annoy the dad bod defense. And that's exactly what happened. Slow pace, 
gets the first down. He's fourth and one. He's not going to go deep. He's just going to go for the first. And then that buzz, is, they always assume that someone's going big play. But Corey Pecker, you know, dissected the defense more, and it just it just worked out for them. But uh, honestly, that dad bot defense has to improve. They have some solid players, and I don't know. They just couldn't stop NR this game. All right, uh, Tats, uh, they make easy work of Dirty Dogs. Uh, no competition at all. Dirty Dogs uh, definitely not on the same level as the Tats are. And the Tats, gentlemen, they are looking strong, and they are getting better game by game. And I was impressed by how they were able to really dissect this Dirty, dirty Dogs team from top to bottom, winning 51-25. And... Jesse Dupree is locked in. Like, he is unbelievable so far in the first two games of the year. So so when Jesse Dupree catches fire, it's hard to put out that fire. Honestly, he just it, – it's it's easy for him. He just has to get it going. As, as soon as the ball starts rolling, then he's good to go. He but threw like, six touchdowns and only 14 attempts. It's, it's ludicrous. Like, it doesn't – like, Is this because he's a fireman? Is this why we're making – Oh, he's a fireman? <laughs> yeah. Are you promoting violence, guy? That's no, we're not, not you, Eagle. Eagle's promoting, promoting violence. Ego's promoting violence. You have to choke him. But, uh, right. like, honestly. Maybe it's just a sex thing. It might be a sex thing. Maybe Perhaps. he likes asphyxiation. Uh, but, uh, honest, in my opinion, I, this Dirty Dogs team, uh, Dirty Dogs, just, they're weak in my, for this, this, this higher tier. They have good athletes, but, like, they got, they're, 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 they should be in Division C. In my opinion. Well, it brings up my point, which we'll, which we'll get they're, to. They're not, in, they're not a division. Wrong place, wrong time. I look at these Div B teams. There's like maybe like five or six that are Div C caliber. They have no yeah. business. They're being that's one of them. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, they're just always outclassed. You know, it's going to be a rough season for them. And, uh, you know, they just they just got to take it and learn from it. Maybe improve towards the end of the season. But I don't, I don't see them making the playoffs. It'll be difficult for them. It'll be difficult for Dirty Dogs to make the playoffs. All right. Uh, we look at Outsiders. They bring the beer to BYOB. I watched that game. Uh, and that's another A and B. An A team, which Outsiders and B and uh, BYOB. Uh, you could tell. You could tell that these teams should not be playing against Div A teams. But because of the, the shortage in teams in Division A, they have to. Well, there's, was there's another one that actually worked out okay. But we'll talk about that. No, I know. But like, so, no, I'm, I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm just saying some of these games you could tell it's obvious that this is just bit bad match mismatches so awful like outsiders were just they they were six guys and then Pat Jerome showed up late but Kevin Wyeth is playing on defense at, at BYOB they saw that they tried picking at him and it didn't work well it's also a mistake because Kevin Wyeth's a very good defender I know but no they had him beat but Matthew Renee was just missing mm-hmm. he Game was over. missing open guys down the field there was a play. That he was running, and then so is it? Is it maybe just Matt Renee getting in his head that he, uh, you know playing his division team? I'm I'm not a quarterback, but I could have made this throw that he missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was running. He had Mark Andre Lap- um, Mark Lapointe wide open. All he had to do was get it to him. He would backpedal five yards into the end zone. He overthrew him by like ten yards. I'm like, how? I could have hit him. He's so wide open. There was nobody around him. That was bad. But he knew he f- he knew he messed up on that play, and he's like, man, what is this? I gotta adjust, and then. You know, they they picked it up in the second half, but it wasn't enough. It was too late at that point. But, like, Matthew Renee was off and it showed, and it was hard to watch. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, now, looking at the Div A game. One game, though, that was was good in the crossover games was You Can't Sit With Us going toe-to-toe with Braves. Which That's what I was going to bring up, yeah. You know, actually, it's not a crossover game. I'm, not, game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired. I'm, I have okay. a cold. I set this up earlier in Divi. I have a cold. Yeah. Um, no, but honestly... Uh, the big question was, can Holloway go toe-to-toe uh, with Jean Tamer? 
Um, honestly, they, they played very similar, and it came down to Braves essentially just having an extra possession. Speaking of Paul White, we have a trophy of his in this studio right now. He'll be joining us uh, through a periodically throughout the season. I think next week we'll get him involved, get his thoughts on Division Eight. Yeah, he had, he had a bad INT late in the game. That was a difference maker. And you can see he was he was pissed about that. Hollow X trophy. And I, I, look, it's one game, but the Braves at this point are, are the better team because yeah. of how experienced they are playing at this level. Yes. Well, I just also think... But you know what? I think overall, they're probably the more talented team. Yeah, but see, that, that being said, the skill level on Holowex team is insane. It's like, like the, at this point, it's splitting hairs because yeah. the, the, they're probably a little bit better. Jomé is maybe a touch better than Holowex. I would say point. that too. I would uh, say Meyer has the quarterback advantage on Holowex. But even like, 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 you know, George Gary P, Mike Pierce saying like, they're probably the two best players in, on the field. Maybe Vandram. Well, no, not even. Because Vandram and McLean. Oh, Van it's tough. It's, it's, again, Van Dram, McLean, Millard. Hairs. Yeah. Millard, too, is there, man. The it, it, thing is, if especially in this kind of matchup where it's it's early in the season, uh, this is the kind of game where Hallock will make a mistake. I'm curious to see this. Well, I want this as a championship game. You know this what? This needs to be the championship. That for being David. said, Mo and I were talking during that game. I, this this could very well be a finals preview. Yeah, they can they can well, play. They're, they're the two best teams. In this division. could very well be a finals preview. You might as well the two best do teams in the next twelve weeks of these two teams playing each other. Best out of thirteen. Here we best go. Best out of thirteen. Best out of thirteen. Here we go. Just but you said it. there's twelve weeks left. So that's how that going to work. Well, double header. Double header. Double header. Double header out there. Uh, okay, look. I, I talked about it before, guys. The the fact that we look at Div B. And as I said before, there's a lot of teams who are C caliber. Is this is this good for these teams? Psyche, um, you mentioned Dirty Dogs, and I, I would say the problem actually begins in C, in that you have team well quarterbacks in C that are B caliber that are slumming it in C, and so the the whole division like because the division's smaller, we see a great divide between the top and the bottom of the teams. So because we have guys like Anton Sackies, for example still playing in Division C rather than Division B, on the whole, it makes the division weaker. While you w- it's yet another strong team in the division, what happens is, is that now, because it's not sort of like a, a guy who would probably be a, an average quarterback in the division, we see just top-end talent and, and lower-end talent and nothing in between. Going back to your question, Omar, honestly, I don't see it damaging that their psyche. The His question, question was, it, th- does it damage their psyche? Oh, that yeah, they, I just that as long as they don't believe that, as long as they all agree that they sh- can't compete. If they think that they can compete and they keep getting slapped, but they keep thinking that they can compete, that, that'll damage their psyche more. Than but if they, uh, if they, like, they realize that they're just not good enough to beat some of these guys, then they'll be fine. But uh, other than that, I don't see any of these guys thinking that they're better than where they are. But uh, if they are, that would be more of a damaging the psyche because then you think you're so good, but you keep getting wrecked. So how good are you for real? You know. I just yeah. find there's a big disparity with the, within that Div B ranks because you have five teams or four teams at 0-2, and, and then you have everyone else who are 3-0 or 2-0. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have two teams coming into the playoffs, probably three if not four wins maybe. Maybe, perhaps, even maybe even less, right? If well, if that's the case, then we then we have a real serious yeah, problem, yeah. a real disparity, of you know? a chasm of whatever it is. But yeah, honestly, it's a, it's it's unfortunate that this is what this this came down to that you have some teams that can't compete, but they have to they have no choice because uh, f- their rating doesn't fit C. But honestly, the 
you should tell you should see that they can't compete with the higher guys. Yes, so the big question we always have when it comes to those QBs who are eligible for C or like just right on the cusp and everything has always been the whole argument of well I can't compete with the higher teams or I don't have a team that I can go with. What do we what's our recommendation for those teams or for those QBs who maybe want to play B but can't because they feel like Scott, they don't have a suck roster? Suck it up and go play. Scott, no, you could always play and then you Scott, see lower divisions. Scott. Honestly, there uh, is some Nick, serious Nick, talent in the lower division. Nick Lassard was, that could actually was compete in Division in the 6. Division. Uh, we he saw, started in Division 6. We saw, what was the dude who played uh, for Finest one season who started in Division 6? Oh, uh, Dostarol Leclerc. Dostarol Leclerc, exactly. Yeah. Um, there are guys who play CJP in University there. Ball that are playing Division E. They're playing Division Scout the lower D. divisions. There's going to be those standout, pl- standout players. Uh, and then after... Uh, you get them on your team. Then after it comes to the whole building chemistry and stuff. But honestly, but that, as, soon, but as long start, as you have start by recruiting, yeah. If, the guys even if you team. start like zero and four or whatever, it's still you still have time to recuperate. Especially considering there's only six six teams. Yeah. No, eight eight teams in Division eight B teams. or whatever. Uh, but uh, you know, the lower division actually has some 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 guys. And we look at Ju- Julian Payman. Yeah. Julian Payman was forever a Division Five rusher. What a he's a crazy rusher. He's incredible. He's incredible. Honestly, incredible. I would say the the best ru- often the best rushers come from the lowest divisions. Uh, and, and, and he's and so The thing quick. is, if you don't take the time to go out and recruit and then complain that, oh, I can't find anyone, that's on you. Stop being lazy. I mean, also, you probably have other things to do in life than nope. scout, but... Then don't complain. You can't, don't complain. Like it, well, exactly. You can't have it well, both ways. In defense You can just like, chill out and just watch a bit of every other division it, it, because it is, there are it some It is players. a gutless move you don't scout. You gutless move and not scout. Really gutless. Gutless yeah. move. Gutless move on others. All right, speaking of the movie uh, Twins, Dan DeVito... Arnold Schwarzenegger. How did we get on this Twins topic? We're about to find out. All right, Flair. Fair. You said speaking on the movie Twins. No. Which is the movie he gets pregnant? Isn't the one Isn't it Twins? No, Twins is the word. Oh, no, they're long-lost twins. Long-lost twins. Junior is the one where he gets pregnant. But that also has Danny DeVito in it. Yeah, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's basically the same movie. (laughs) But just this pregnancy involved. Yeah. Okay, so does Paul Pierre and Joy Taylor remind you of DeVito and Schwarzenegger? Those guys remind you of Twins. Yeah, tall and small. Oh wow! Well, actually, Joey Taylor's not that small. No, but, but Paul Pierce is tall. Is very big. Paul Pierce is bigger than me. Like, than me. like for for Joey's offense, he must be like on Christmas Day that he has someone that's above five foot eight. Like seriously, the, name me the last time he had a six foot three, six foot four receiver as a this primary. season with Paul Pierce. There we go. That's it, right? But never no, before. No, but there was still a time that well, he Danny had. Dem- sorry, uh, Danny Elbert's pretty tall. Yeah, he is, but he's not as imposing. Correct, but you yeah. have to honestly, honestly, Paul Pierce is very intimidating. <laughs> more You're imposing. talking about position. More imposing. Paul Pierce is very intimidating. He's also very tough to stop. As soon as someone throws up to him, like good luck on that battle. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just fascinated to see how the huddle plays out. You know, Joy's offense. Okay, uh, just run this, and Paul Pierce oh, coming back from a Harvard education of of touch and fly football schemes, and he's got to go into this offense. So. Honestly, honestly, for for me, this Joey, Joey Taylor, Taylor is the Harvard. Honestly, my fly football for me, Joey Taylor's offense like doesn't make any sense. Joey Taylor's offense does not make any. sense. I disagree. The best thing about him is his offense. I know, but it doesn't make sense, but that's why it works, because no, nobody it, knows it what the hell he's doing. It absolutely makes sense. It's, it's occupying different spaces at different levels in the field. That's, I, that's have, I have two points to this. One is, notice that Paul LaPierre is now playing with Joey Taylor after his Hall of Fame induction. There two, Sean Abram never recruited Paul LaPierre. I mean, maybe if, maybe if Sean Abram was a Hall of Famer. Oh, boy. Maybe if Sean Abram was a Hall also of Famer, like, Paul LaPierre would look, Let's look at short-term results. Sean Abram lost this week. Joey Taylor won. Maybe that's why winners winners in the Hall of Fame. 
By the way, Eagle, we have a question for you. The Eagle question of the week. Is that a thing? Yes. It, it is, is this so, week. Well, now we're making it a thing. <laughs> I was asked by um, the DA Div B crossover. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team in question, Dadbaz. Oh, that's a great curious question. Curious to know why Vinny Galan cannot throw in, divi- in a Division A, Division B game. So, good question, actually. Because I, I have no answer. I Fantastic asked the exact question, same question huh? when we came up with this. J- to give everyone context, this is not the first time we've done crossover games in a since I call it the cap era. We've had them in co-ed. So what happens in co-ed is we actually, when you do a, a game versus the higher division, because we have co-ed one and two, when we had a crossover to a higher division, we let the lower team bump up their cap for that game specifically to the upper tier cap. So, um, and I'm going to come up with an example. The co-ed B or co-ed two cap was 400. Co-ed one was 500. So we allowed the co-ed two team to build the roster or boost it up to hit 500 instead for that game. We considered doing the same thing around for the Div A, Div B, um, where when you had a crossover, you would actually have a cap of 545 and unlimited on QB, which is a Div A cap. Um, But we thought that it kind of broke the system to a degree because basically you would end up recruiting guys from Div A to play on your team to try and fit those games and everything. So basically you would just turn into a shit fest of try and find the best Div A players available, stack them on your team for that one game, and then go back to your regular roster. So we tried to not do that just because of the, the way the teams are all structured. Good question, though. Eddie Lee. That was a fantastic question. Yeah, well, well detailed, well detailed. By the way, should we incentivize <laughs> A and B crossover games? Honestly, no. Um, because? We just didn't have yeah we just didn't have enough quarterbacks this Let year. I, either they were on vacation or couldn't get a team together or wanted to take a season off. I mean, think about it: Dan Lazara, Marco Matiotra, uh, Ryan Kastner, they're Rob Mashtoop. They're all not. There's four teams right there, right? Nedo Pures usually doesn't play in the spr- uh, in the spring and everything. So our usual roster of Div One team that we would kind of rely on and look at, we just didn't have them registering, and so. You can't force Div B teams into Div A, but we did the crossover as kind of a way of saying, well, measure yourself up. Everyone's playing crossover games, so if everyone gets blown out, well, everyone gets blown out, and that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, but should we not at least reward Div B teams that get blown out? Like we had the point spread in in the Fall Cup, Mm -hmm. right? Should we not go like a soccer system? Hey, if you get – or sorry, the World Hockey Championships, where if you lose in overtime, you get a point at least, minimum. So if you lose to the Div A team, you get a point? At least, minimum. Uh, if you, in, in so a point spread system. show up and you get a point. So if you're favored by 14 and a half and... and oh, I'll cover the spread. Okay, that makes Yeah, no sense. regard lo- wins the game, but they don't cover the spread. We talked about that for fall. That cover. makes more sense. We I talked about like it that. even for this season as well to have a spread and Just uh, the, the whole system. But, but you get my point, though. Like, if it's 14 and a half and no regard only gets 13, the losing team still gets, gets a point, point out yeah. of it, right? So, so that's what they did with the fall cup. And the reason why we did this in the fall cup but not for A and B is because it is sort of gimmicky. Like, put yourself in the shoes of a B team going into a game against Div A, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to milk the clock. You're yeah. going to play cover three, which means that you're not really playing football. You're playing a, a scheme to specifically well, defeat the situation. You're basically you're part of, you become keyboard lock. Yeah. Yes. And so, and so if you played a very heavy offense style of, uh, of a FPF and you're like, well, let them score and we'll just, you know, turn into a shootout. 
you went into that game with a very different way of approaching your strategy. And so, and if you're a Div 8 team, it was the reverse, right? Is we need to score as quickly as possible. We need to basically, we're losing by 14, let's say, going into the game, which is not how we wanted to have a regular season play out. For Fall Cup, it's cool. But, but for this, it's meh. Here's the thing, though, right? If, say, a Div B team meets a Div 8 team, should we not give them more value of the two points, say, make it three points for them? Yeah, that could have worked. I we mean, didn't do it though. Change it up. That's like, a you know, good idea. I mean, I but mean, only if a win happens, not if they cover a spread. No, no. If they win, if they beat, if if Dadbods defeated Norgard, they get three points instead of two points. Yeah, that could have been cool. Uh, too bad you didn't ask me. Well, nobody well cares for usually your, your ideas are pretty trash. So, like usual, nobody yeah. cares for your opinion either. So. All right, perfect. As the eyes focus in on the. the Warrior-like mentality that you guys have as me. Raptors. <laughs> God damn it! No, no, I know you. You realize oh, I, I had spoken for five minutes. <laughs> this right here, man, like a, like a great school kid, straight ahead. Yeah, yeah, yep. I swear, I'm not watching basketball. All right, we're, we're, we're we are doing our jobs. We are doing our jobs. Okay, look, three, three teams at two one right now in Div A. Is someone going to pull away the next three games and be the legitimate leader by the time we hit the midway, midway point of the year? You have outsiders. You have you can't stay with us and Braves all at two and one. Is there a team from those three that will eventually pull away from the pack and become a legitimate number one team like by just week six? One of them. One of them. One out of three. Who do you think is going to be the team that's going to pull? Away I from say them? it's the Braves. Actually, you know what? In the end, Braves and you can't stay with us. It's both the, look, it's a, it's a two team division. It might. It, it, that's that's a fact. Like honestly, like Deve. Braves, you can't say with us. Outsiders are still it's there. Tough honestly, you can, honestly, like, you never want to bet against Kevin Wyatt. Well, I will this season. Absolutely. But he, I will. This. this is the season that I I don't see him being in the final. Well, this is it's going to be an interesting transition because we know Kevin Wyatt is great. But Fantastic. now, how will it? How will he transition when the finest no longer get all the best players? And they haven't gotten the best players in the last two, nah, two seasons. Is. Yeah, but it's, it, over time, over it's eroded, time, though. But over time, so like Braves came in, yeah, with with a ridiculous slew of talent and then Alex Hollowax started recruiting at a high level and we've seen what Monsters do in, in winter season so like um, that's something that I think is going to be an interesting transition to see will he be able to to you know will we still see what we've seen from Kevin Wyatt where he can't recruit the top top end talent or will he start to you know what I mean like I don't what, think what they can man next? I don't think anyway the point is this outside team is not this like, out of the three they're the third best out of the three yeah. I would say I'd say hashtag NR is better. No, I disagree with you. Okay, I think top to bottom they're the better team. I uh, think they're, I think see, that's if they have quarterback stability. Well, if if Corey Packer plays the uh, plays the season, they are the third best team in the division. And guess who they play this weekend? That's that. That's their matchup. Outsiders hashtag NR. So we'll find out this week and whether or not they are. But see, the issue with outsiders, man, they have the core guys, and then after they have guys that uh, Serge Pilon and uh, Tam that brought in like Wade Chalcross and FT Federson. Uh, or it's Peterson. I, I have the Swedish mind. So I'm going to go Peterson. And, uh, you know, but see, these guys, they're good players, yes. But they are not very experienced in Div 1, Div A. So maybe that'll come into fruition throughout until, like, from now to the end. Mm -hmm. But, honestly, you're, you're learning from guys like Wyeth, Pat Jerome, uh, Serge Pilon, Tam. These guys, they, they've all been there. They've done that. They know what it takes. They play together. They have good chemistry. You see, they're they're, they're working together. They're playing well, and uh, you know, outsiders could probably be a surprise. But uh, in my opinion, if outsiders they have the issue of finding guys, like if they if they have like six guys all the time, but like you know, it's tough to play six in the in in, in flag. Like you play both ways, not much rest, this and that. 
So if they they need to find at least another person that will be with them for uh, beginning ten. All right. Uh, last but not least, here they play week ten. Tats against lightweight. Right now, who's the better better team? You know, well, I don't know. The Tats are a better team. They are because lightweight is just a bunch of people that Simon picks up and Correct. they somehow find ways to win. And Simon uh, knows this. Everybody knows it. Like they just pick up guys. Like they well, but the reason right now, I hate to say it, is Simon Dajna. Simon, speaking of Simon Dajna, he almost Simon Dajna his game yesterday in uh, so? in Laval. So they're up by 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they allow a score. Okay, good. Now there's like about maybe three minutes left. So Simon, all he has to do is run the clock. I'll recall him now. Speaking of Simon, cutting me off. Fuck. So we can continue talking because they can't hear the sound. Yeah. All right. Just keep keep talking, Steph. Well, <laughs> uh, so Simon, he had three minutes left, and he throws a pick. That sounds about right. He throws a pick, and then they're down. They're up by eight. He's speaking louder here, Steph. I, I don't know. I can't hear myself, so I guess I'm going to speak louder until I do. There you go. Oh, now my headset screwed now up. Now your headset screwed up. Huh? You see what you did? Debbie Jouin. Yo, let's leave a message. Debbie Jouin. All three of us, ready? Here we go. Simon, pick up your phone. Simon. 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 Ah, you're the worst. Eagle, you're actually the worst. Anyways, are you trying to call him again? God damn it. So he threw a pick with like two minutes left, and then they were up by eight, and they almost they almost lost. They made the stop, but, uh, you know, that, that Simon Dajnet almost Simon Dajnet this game. Yeah, uh, but honestly, like overall, he's playing really well. He's playing really well. Uh, it's not mistake-free, but it's it's fairly effective. And, like, he's got 121 quarterback rating this season. That's, like, Simon Dajnay, like, godlike level. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, what? Simon Dajnay. They're a fire. Are you I upset with Chris Dagger? I believe How's Chris now Dagger doing? Is, is Jeremy right there? Four. Are you working field two? <laughs> Games of the week. <laughs> Poor Simon. Imagine, imagine listening to that. No, what a buzz. Listening to that voicemail, you're like, what's Here we go. Games of the week. Quick, quick, quick. So we get going here. What division you want first? This has to be the worst picture of Simon ever. <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty, there's a lot of bad ones. So I mean, is there a good picture of Simon? Never. This one. No, like, is Clearly there any good picture? What was his line? Score chicks or play football and score chicks? Well, that's a terrible line. What was the Suit line? up, score chicks, be awesome. Yes, that's right. Max you had to add the be awesome Did you part? say that in 2019? Uh, he said that very often. I just don't think it was this year, but that's fine. Um, okay, so actually, there's two games happening tonight. We have Dirty Dogs versus Dad Bod. Dad Bod are probably going to win that game. Uh, Dad Bod's will win that game. Dad Bod's. And we also have Dream Killers versus BYOB. Ooh. Uh, give me Dream Killers. Yeah, I'll take Dream Killers. Matthew I'll take BYOB. Why? Mm. Fair enough. And then for week four games, Outsiders versus Hashtag NR. Ooh. Hashtag NR. I'm going to take Outsiders because I said Hashtag NR. NR. Alpha T's versus Two and a Half Alcoholics. Alpha T's. Tats. Alpha T's. Um, I'll go Tats. Braves versus Dream Killers. Braves. 
Braves. Braves. Lightweight versus Dirty Dogs. Lightweight. They're going to start 4 0. Lightweight. That's that means, awesome. That means no Mike Mayock for the road show. Oh, well. Yeeks Woo versus Jasmine and Sons. What did you, you can't say? sit with us. Yeeks Woo. Yeah. Oh, Yeeks Woo. You can't sit with I'm us. I'm going to take Yeeks Woo. And BYOB versus Dadbot. Dadbots. Dadbots as well. Match words, please. Del Curry played for the Raptors. Three seasons. Three seasons. Don't you know? Interesting fact. Good night, Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Well, his season's over. So why would you t- wish him a good night? Well, why night? wouldn't you wish him a good night? Because it's, it's a mean. bad night. He's not there. Yeah, but like you can still sleep well. I never understood why they call it good night. Like I'm going to bed. How do I know it's going to be good? Well, because so you have a good night. Because if, if you wake up dead, it's bad. But how do you know that? By, by waking up. That's how it is. Okay, but how do you know you're going to wake up or not before? That's why you're wishing someone good night. Don't die. What well, if you have a good just, say, just saying don't die. Just say don't die. Don't die is less pleasant than saying good night. D- don't die is so much easier than saying good night. Well, I want you to say mediocre night. So, like, no. you're neither wishing them well, but also they don't die. At that point, just say night. That's all. Just say night because it's night night. So just facts. So just facts. You, said, you can't go wrong with facts, right, Mo? 